Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. How you doing? My name is Nick and I'm an addict. Just for today... March 18th, the full message. There is a special feeling for addicts when they discover that there are other people who share their difficulties past and present. Basic text, pages 55 through 56. The wealth of our recovery is too good to keep ourselves. Some of us believe that when we talk in meetings, we should remember the newcomer and always try to carry a positive message. But sometimes the most positive message we can carry is that we are going through difficult times in our recovery and are staying clean in spite of them. Yes, it's gratifying to send out a strong message of hope to our newer members. After all, no one likes a whiner. But distressing things happen and life on life turns can send shockwaves even through the recovery of a long time members of Narcotics Anonymous. If we are equipped with the tools of the program, we can walk through such turmoil and stay clean to tell the tale. Recovery doesn't happen all at once. It is an ongoing process, sometimes a struggle. When we dilute the fullness of our message by neglecting to share about the tough times we may walk through on our journey, we fail to allow newcomers the chance to see that they too can stay clean no matter what. If we share the full message of our recovery, we may not know who benefits, but we can be sure someone will. Just for today, I will honestly share both the good times and the difficult times of my recovery. I will remember that my experience in walking through adversity may benefit another member. Thanks for letting me read. In today's episode, we will discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Allie M. Hi, Allie, and welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Allie, what is your clean date? Where do you attend meetings? And do you want to give your home group a shout out? So, my clean date is September 7th, 2019. And um, I go to meetings in the capital area um, near Raleigh and... My home group is Young Connections to Recovery. They meet every Saturday at 8.30. And yeah. Awesome. So Allie, can you share your thoughts on the Just for Today on the full message? Yeah. So um, when I first read it, um, it's kind of cliche, but I was like, oh, I can actually like really relate to this one. I was kind of nervous. I wasn't going to have enough to say. 
but um, it's just kind of talking about, um, you know, like just being real with your program and just being real with like the other people um, that are in the meetings with you and who support you. Um, and I just think that it like, how do I say it? it um, it's really important to be honest. And I think that's what it's kind of trying to say is like, just because you have some clean time, just because you're going to meetings and you're doing everything the right way, um, that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. Um, you know, like they say, NA only promises a couple things. Um, one is a desire to stop using, um, a new way of life, but like, it doesn't always promise that like things are going to be great. So I think it's, um, just really good that like when you're sharing to just kind of, uh, be real. And I think that's what I do too. Um, you know, when I share, sometimes I doubt myself and I think, oh, like I'm just, you know, being a Debbie Downer and just like complaining and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I think that it kind of reminds me, um, of like where I came from some, so before I got clean, I lived in Atlanta and I was in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous for almost like four years. And I would, you know, go to meetings. I had a sponsor. Um, I had a home group. Like I was really active in service and stuff. But um, while I was down there, I wasn't clean for like one of those days that I was doing any of those things. And, you know, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. But I think it had like a really big impact on just like what I thought of Narcotics Anonymous. And it literally proved um, that like the people in there, like they're gonna be there for you even when you're going through like a really tough time. And there were so many people who, you know, would talk to me and some people knew, some people didn't. Um, but still I like, I would crave a meeting, you know, even if I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, I would crave like going to a meeting and just being around these people who had something that I wanted. And I think that's what like kind of um, got it into my head. You know, I would hear the readings and I would hear people share um, and it would just like really, you know, hit home because I knew deep down that I was lying when I was doing all of that stuff. Um, and a lot of the time, like I would just share about how grateful I was and I wasn't being honest. Like I wasn't talking about like what I was struggling with. And that's the whole point of the program is like, if you're coming to a meeting, like, just be honest, like talk about, you know, what you're struggling with. That's what we're here for. That's what the rooms are for. And I just think it's really cool because all of those people who kind of supported me there, like, as of today, like, it paid off. Like, I visited them, um, you know, I still keep in contact with them. And it just kind of gave me um, that direction to where when I did end up moving here to Raleigh, um, you know, I went to a meeting where I like didn't know anyone, but at the same time, it like still felt like home. Um, so that was really cool. It's just kind of a way that when you have people around you and you're honest with them, that, you know, it doesn't change like anywhere you go. Um, as for like, just having some time, like right now, I'm almost have um, I'm like a month shy of a year and a half and like things are going really really well um, for me personally um, I talk with my sponsor at least once a week 
Um, I still do step work and I've just noticed recently that, you know, I've just been slacking on like going to meetings and like reaching out to other people. And I share that in meetings, but I've noticed that like the more that I share about that struggle, um, the more it makes me like want to go to a meeting. Like I've never gone to a meeting and like felt worse afterwards. Like I always either feel the same or better. It's never like worse. Um, but what my sponsor told me is like, um, you know, like you can have all these great things and you can feel good and you might not at the time feel like using or, um, you know, have a craving or anything like that. But like, you have to remember why you're there in the first place, like what got you there in the first place. And like, when she said that to me, um, I literally asked her to tell it to me again, like not because I didn't hear her because I just like needed to hear it again, that the things that I have right now, I wouldn't have like a penny to my name if it wasn't for like my clean time and my recovery. Um, and it kind of just like put things into perspective regarding like my step work. Um, and like, it just made me kind of want to, you know, like get back into the game and like, just do something. Um, cause like when you're like running on autopilot and you think like things are great and you don't have to worry about anything, um, like that's when like your addiction wants to sneak back in and it'll start, you know, like playing games with your mind and telling you like, oh, this is bad, but like maybe a little bit of this isn't. And that's like what you really have to be careful with. Um, and that's why it's like so great to have, you know, a sponsor in a home group, just because those people are the ones that you're going to really get to know. Um, you're going to do service work with them. You're going to talk with them and, um, you know, they'll become your friends and it'll be easy to kind of share your struggles with those people. And I think that's like one of the great things that um, recovery has given me is like some really, really, really close friends who I can just like tell whatever to and like they totally understand um, they've been there or they know someone who has been there or like been through it. So I think that's just what's um, really good about being honest. Um, you know, and we talk about in the meetings, like you'll hear honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. And those are um, some of the, the really important principles as to like um, recovery. And personally, I think honesty is like one of the biggest ones um, just for me, because like I have experience with going to meetings and not being clean. And like, I had the willingness to go to a meeting and I had the open-mindedness to listen to others and to do, um, you know, all the things that are suggested of you, but I wasn't being honest. And like, without that key component, um, it really didn't mean anything. Um, even though like I was getting something from it and eventually um, it would really hit home with me. I think just that honesty part is one of the big like key factors in being an addict and um, being in recovery. And so, you know, I know sometimes like for other people, it's nerve wracking to share during a meeting, especially like for me on Zoom, like 
I always get so nervous on zoom sharing because like, I never know if like, I'm going to cut someone off or, um, I don't know. It's just weird. There was something about like in-person meetings that, um, it just like felt more comfortable. So I know that like, sometimes if you're going through a hard time, um, that you don't want to share. Cause like, you know, if you're in a room and a whole bunch of people with a lot of clean time have been sharing about like the great things that recovery has given to them, like sometimes it can be um, a little like unnerving to want to, you know, share your struggle and share like what you're going through right then and there. Um, but like, that's the whole reason we have meetings um, is to just get it off your chest. And like nine times out of 10, someone's going to relate to you. Um, and if you, you know, stay after and talk to people, they'll tell you that they'll tell you that they've gone through the same thing. Um, I guarantee someone has, and I know a big thing is, um, in meetings, you'll hear a lot of us talk about, um, if you have a burning desire, um, to share that, because like, we think that's really important, um, to share a burning desire. And, you know, it means, if you want to harm yourself, harm someone else, if you want to use. And I think some people get really intimidated by that statement. Um, one, for me, I don't want to be like the only person who looks like the sickest person in the room, like I'm the only one with a burning desire. Um, but that's the point. Um, I remember like, I mean, a couple of times I've just been like, listen, I thought about driving to my drug dealer's house and it was the truth. And like, just saying those couple of words, even if I like didn't do it or the thought just, you know, crossed my mind for a couple of seconds and then it was gone. I think it's just really important. Like when you get off, um, get it off your chest and, you know, talk about it with other people. I think that's just, you know, a way of like how we heal and, um, how we kind of move forward with, um, just keeping our addiction in check is like saying it out loud. Um, the more you just like keep those thoughts inside and like, uh, you know, like the reading said, like, you don't want to look like a whiner, but, um, like life is going to happen and bad things are going to happen. Um, and you just have to like be in contact with the people who understand what you're going through and who are like active in recovery and, contact them get in touch with them like do some step work like I've just noticed the more I can like distract myself from a thought um the easier it is it is to like forget so I think that's just like um just honesty in general um talking about like how you're really feeling um is like one of the I think per, to me it's just one of the most important things but yeah awesome well, Allie, we have a question that we asked our guests when they come on the Anonymous podcast. And uh, it is, if you could talk to Allie with one day or one week clean, what would you tell her today? What would you want her to know? Um, so where I was with one day, one week clean, um, I was like not in a good spot. I remember even then, I was just, I would almost do anything just to get high. And I, I'd probably just tell her like, it's worth it. Um, 
you know, I heard people say the same things over and over again in the meetings that I went to previously, and I just couldn't relate to the happiness and the peace and the joy and, um, you know, the gratefulness. And it's really true um, what they say about uh, being clean and staying clean and just like being active in recovery, um, that it does get better. It doesn't get perfect, but it gets a whole lot better. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm -hmm.